Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Oh yeah. Taking your calls every single Wednesday, put them on the podcast. 8pm on Facebook Live, you can be on the podcast taking your calls, yeah. Taking your calls. That can be a really good distraction, but how do you keep the kids interested? And what's the best way to get them interested in gardening? The virtual Chelsea Flower Show reaches the end of its week this week of its online programmes. So we thought we'd ask a children's gardening expert to help us out. I'm joined by the author of How to Get Kids Gardening, Lee Connolly. Afternoon, Lee. This seems like a bit of an easy win, really, getting kids involved in gardening. It's all mud and digging, isn't it? Oh, it's so much fun. I thought it was about <laughs> just getting messy, isn't it? Like, that's, what, that's what I missed out on in my uh, early days. So now I'm just reliving my youth. Um, tell me a little bit about your top tips, because I'm sort of nervous that as a non-gardener, I wouldn't know really where to start. Is it is it kind of fun for parents and kids to learn together, maybe? Or should a parent really be on it with the gardening and be able to teach them? No, of course not. No, you just got to um, you just got to go with it, and I'll be honest with you, I'll wing it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? That's what it's about. <laughs> you've, you've both got you both got to learn at the same time. I think, to be honest with you. So parents and kids learn together. That's that's what makes it makes it work. So where do you start then? Is it do you sort of start with making something look pretty and engaging, or do you start with the actual basics like the health of soil? I'm just saying things that I feel like gardeners say on Gardener's World. I don't know if that's true yeah, or not. <laughs> yeah. Soil's so boring, isn't it? Like people always <laughs> ask me about, oh, what's the best compost? I'm like, just go multi-purpose. It's simple, then, isn't it? It's just gardening can come across like Gardener's World, fantastic program if you're a gardener. But if you're not, it can come across as a little bit complicated, can't it? So I think keeping it nice and simple, growing from seed is fantastic. I always call it like being a magician. Um, if you're a parent, you're like a magician to the kids. You're growing like from the tiniest of seeds into an actual plant. That's like incredible. But if you don't want to grow from seed, go and go to your garden centre, go to your local garden centre or go and buy some plants. So, right, are they quite friendly, though? Because I sort of feel garden centres are places of experts where everyone's walking around in a tweed jacket with special gloves, all knowing what they want to do. And they've got trellises and gardening words. If I went into a garden centre and said, oh, mate, I don't know where I'm starting, help me, will they be quite um, helpful to newcomers? That's that's the that's the main advantage to garden is compared to everywhere else. Like they want to help, they want you to come back. That's the thing. They they want you to go and succeed in the garden. So they can help you as much as you can. So you come back and buy more plants. That's what it's all about for garden centres. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, um, so it's the best thing to do. So yeah, garden centres are amazing. Like it's so fantastic that we've got them back up and running. One thing I would like to ask you, I've always been curious about this because my mum and dad are really keen gardeners and my mum is really creative, like she can paint and she's just got a really good eye. So when I look at her garden, what my mum and dad do with it, everything looks right. Like there's, I don't know, the colour flows and the size, it just looks like someone's planned it. And I'm sure most people do plan their gardens, but if you don't have a creative eye and you end up with like orange and reds together and then all the sizes are higgledy-piggledy, how do you avoid that? I love that. Oh, okay, <laughs> I great. love that part of it. I've there's got a, a future. There's a story behind it, isn't there? Um, That's true. From, from the different plants. And like, I moved into my house about six years ago. And like coming from my dad's garden, it was incredible. It looked amazing. And, you know, you want that instantly. And it just doesn't happen. Like I've got, a t- like, don't tell my wife, but I've got a 10-year plan for our garden, which slowly, slowly progresses. Nothing's instant in garden. So it all takes time. 
that all evolves um, around a little idea. Like I've got uh, somewhere amongst my office stuff, uh, the plans that I drew six years ago for our garden. It's very slowly sticking to that, but there's a few little bits like the children's area. I didn't have a child when I moved here, so um, so, so that changed a little bit. Um, but yeah, it slowly evolves. That's what it's about. Well, you, you sort of mentioned the children's area. Actually, that's a good idea, isn't it? Maybe giving them a little bit of land of ownership. And even if it isn't ideal in terms of there's few mistakes or it looks a bit out of keeping if you're a keen gardener, that gives them ownership and creativity, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all about responsibility, isn't it? It's one of the things that I talk about a lot is giving children responsibility and also teaching patience. Do you know what I mean? Like garden like we're in a world where everything's so instant if we want to order something off the net it can be with us the next day and um and kids don't learn patience anymore i mean it's it's, it's, it's difficult so um, gardening is one of the things that can teach that and um yeah giving them their own space is, is so important like i've got um my little daughter olive is almost five and i've given her own little grow your own area and we sowed mm. some seeds the other day and it was so difficult to say no no don't do that please don't do that but you've got to let them just go with it do you know what i mean you're not gonna uh you've got to expect you're not going to get incredible plants first time round. but if they're getting their hands messy if they're sowing a few seeds um that's what it's all about to get them started hey do you still do that thing that i did at primary school where you put cress seeds in wet in an egg box in wet cotton wool and then like you just grow your own cress is that still a thing well, I, I, well, I've only just started doing it. Well, I say that the last few years. I've only just started doing that. When I was at primary school, we did zero gardening. That's why I love getting kids in, in schools into gardening. Well, that's another thing that I've been thinking about because so many people have been just so happy in their garden over these past few weeks. But many people just don't have that luxury. It is a luxury to have an outdoor space. If you're living in a flat or um, a house with no outdoor space, how can we help our kids get green fingers? Because you can't go and dig up the park, can you? I mean, what can they do? You can't. You can do so much with windowsills. I mean, planting in pots. I'm all about grow your own for kids. I think that's the best way. In fact, some of the stuff that I've done this week for the RHS, the bits, it's, it's been around grow your own. So if you can grow your own tomatoes, your own peppers, it all goes down to what the kids want to grow and you can grow them in pots, put them on the windowsill, absolutely perfect. And also I'm wondering as well if there's a mental health benefit for gardening for everybody, never mind kids, because it takes you out of yourself, doesn't it? You're focusing on something else. It's quite um, meditative, I would have thought, and also quite physical if you're dragging things about. Is it good for kids to come out of the house, come out of their heads during a period like this? Yeah, one of the things I talk about a lot is creating memories. And I think we can be really, even as parents, we can be really distracted by technology and phones and just putting them down and just coming outside together, doing a bit of gardening, getting a bit messy, planning what you're going to do with your garden together. Um, just creates those memories that in the future. Hopefully they're going to turn around and say to their own kids, oh, I remember back in the day what I used to do with mum and dad. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Lee Connolly, thank you so much for your time. Um, and you're the author of How to Get Kids Gardening. So I suspect that's a, probably a good place to start for anyone that wants to get their kids gardening right now. <laughs> 100%. Well, enjoy. I hope you get out in the garden with your family um, this bank holiday weekend. And hopefully when all this is over, you can, get, you can come in and we'll meet in person and we can do some gardening on the radio. I'm no Chris South, who's our, our gardening Lovely. presenter, but I'm getting there. Let's do it. I look forward to it. <laughs> Fantastic. You take care, Lee. Thanks so much for your insights Thanks, this mate. afternoon. Oh, yeah. Taking your calls every single Wednesday. Put them on the podcast. 8pm on Facebook Live. You can be on the podcast taking your calls, yeah.
taking your clothes. This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.